Welcome back to the firmament, everyone. I hope you had a very Merry Christmas and that you are gearing up for a wonderful new year. Life continues to happen to each of us, but God's unfailing love remains and his grace is sufficient. I especially want to send greetings to one of my favorite students' grandmothers who listens to us all the way in New York. Mother Vicki Fisher, thank you for listening. And Megan, I love you dearly. I also want to send birthday wishes to my two very best friends, Pammy Harvin and Kiana Nelson. I love you both tremendously. This episode, we will focus on the book of Deuteronomy, chapters 13 to 26. As you know, this book is Moses' final instructions to the children of Israel as they prepare to enter into the land of Canaan without him. He gives instructions for judges, tithes, neighborly relations, marriages, and festivals. Some of the chapters carry over from others and Moses continues to reinforce to the Israelites to remember the laws and decrees. Some helpful knowledge as we move through these chapters include the month of Aviv. Aviv is the month of Passover for the Israelites and in Hebrew it's the word for spring. It is an indicator that brings forth the new year, the year the children of Israel were brought out of Egypt. Also, millstones were typically two large stones used to rub together to grind grain. Taking one of them as collateral would be detrimental to someone's livelihood. The reason why I'm saying this is because you will hear about these two things throughout the chapters. Of course, I hope you enjoy the reading and remember to stay tuned until the end for prayer. The Book of Deuteronomy, Chapter 13, Worshiping Other Gods. If a prophet or one who foretells by dreams appears among you and announces to you a sign or wonder, and if the sign or wonder spoken of takes place and the prophet says, let us follow other gods, gods you have not known, and let us worship them, you must not listen to the words of that prophet or dreamer. The Lord your God is testing you to find out whether you love him with all your heart and with all your soul. It is the Lord your God you must follow and him you must revere. Keep his commands and obey him, serve him and hold fast to him. That prophet or dreamer must be put to death for inciting rebellion against the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt and redeemed you from the land of slavery. That prophet or dreamer tried to turn you from the way the Lord your God commanded you to follow. You must purge the evil from among you. If your very own brother or your son or daughter or the wife you love or your closest friend secretly entices you saying, let us go and worship other gods, gods that neither you nor your ancestors have known, gods of the peoples around you, whether near or far, from one end of the land to the other, do not yield to them or listen to them. Show them no pity. Do not spare them or shield them. You must certainly put them to death. Your hand must be the first in putting them to death, and then the hands of all the people. Stone them to death, because they try to turn you away from the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Then all Israel will hear and be afraid, and no one among you will do such an evil thing again. If you hear it said about one of the towns the Lord your God is giving you to live in, that the troublemakers have arisen among you and have led the people of their town astray, saying, Let us go and worship other gods, gods you have not known, then you must inquire, probe and investigate it thoroughly. And if it is true and it has been proven that this detestable thing has been done among you, you must certainly put to the sword all who live in that town. You must destroy it completely, both its people and its livestock. You are to gather all the plunder of the land into the middle of the square and completely burn the town and all its plunder as a whole burnt offering to the Lord your God. That town is to remain a ruin forever, never to be rebuilt, and none of the condemned things are to be found in your hands. Then the Lord will turn from his fierce anger, will show you mercy, and will have compassion on you. He will increase your numbers as he promised on oath to your ancestors, because you obey the Lord your God by keeping all his commands that I am giving you today and doing what is right in his eyes. Chapter 14 Clean and Unclean Food You are the children of the Lord your God. 
Do not cut yourselves or shave the front of your heads for the dead, for you are a people holy to the Lord your God. Out of all the peoples on the face of the earth, the Lord has chosen you to be his treasured possession. Do not eat any detestable thing. These are the animals you may eat. The ox, the sheep, the goat, the deer, the gazelle, the roe deer, the wild goat, the ebo, the antelope, and the mountain sheep. You may eat any animal that has a divided hoof and that chews the cud. However, of those that chew the cud or that have a divided hoof, you may not eat the camel, the rabbit, or the hyrax. Although they chew the cud, they do not have a divided hoof. They are ceremonially unclean for you. The pig is also unclean. Although it has a divided hoof, it does not chew the cud. You are not to eat their meat or touch their carcasses. Of all the creatures living in the water, you may eat any that has fins and scales. But anything that does not have fins and scales, you may not eat. For you, it is unclean. You may eat any clean bird, but these you may not eat. The eagle, the vulture, the black vulture, the red kite, the black kite, any kind of falcon, any kind of raven, the horned owl, the screech owl, the gull, any kind of hawk, the little owl, the great owl, the white owl, the desert owl, the osprey, the camarat, the stork, any kind of heron, the hoopoe, and the bat. All flying insects are unclean to you. Do not eat them, but any winged creature that is clean you may eat. Do not eat anything you find already dead. You may give it to the foreigner residing in any of your towns, and they may eat it, or you may sell it to any other foreigner. But you are a people holy to the Lord your God. Do not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. Tithes be sure to set aside a tenth of all your field's produce each year. Eat the tithe of your grain, new wine, and olive oil, and the firstborn of your herds and flocks in the presence of the Lord your God at the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name, so that you may learn to revere the Lord your God always. But if that place is too distant and you have been blessed by the Lord your God and cannot carry your tithe because the place where the Lord will choose to put his name is so far away then exchange your tithe for silver and take the silver with you and go to the place the lord your god will choose use the silver to buy whatever you like cattle sheep wine or other fermented drink or anything you wish then you and your household shall eat there in the presence of the lord your god and rejoice and do not neglect the levites living in your towns for they have no allotment or inheritance of their own at the end of every three years bring all the tithes of that year's produce and store it in your towns so that the levites who have no allotment or inheritance of their own and the foreigners the fatherless and the widows who live in your towns may come and eat and be satisfied and so that the lord your god may bless you in all the works of your hands chapter 15 the year for canceling debts at the end of every seven years you must cancel debts this is how it is to be done every creditor shall cancel any loan they have made to a fellow israelite they shall not require payment from anyone among their own people because the lord's time for canceling debt has been proclaimed you may require payment from a foreigner but you must cancel any debt your fellow israelite owes you However, there need be no poor people among you, for in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess as your inheritance, he will richly bless you. If only you fully obey the Lord your God and are careful to follow all these commands I am giving you today. For the Lord your God will bless you as he has promised, and you will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. You will rule over many nations, but none will rule over you. If anyone is poor among your fellow Israelites in any of the towns of the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not be hard-hearted or tight-fisted towards them. 
Rather, be open-handed and freely lend them whatever they need. Be careful not to harbor this wicked thought. The seventh year, the year of canceling debts is near, so that you do not show ill will toward the needy among your fellow Israelites and give them nothing. They may then appeal to the Lord against you and you will be found guilty of sin. Give generously to them and do so without a grudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything you put your hand to. There will always be poor people in the land. Therefore, I command you to be open-handed toward your fellow Israelites who are poor and needy in your land. Freeing Servants If any of your people, Hebrew men or women, sell themselves to you and serve you six years, in the seventh year you must let them go free. And when you release them, do not send them away empty-handed. Supply them liberally from your flock, your threshing floor, and your winepress. Give to them as the Lord your God has blessed you. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you. This is why I give you this command today. But if your servant says to you, I do not want to leave you because he loves you and your family and is well off with you, then take an awl and push it through his earlobe into the door and he will become your servant for life. Do the same for your female servant. Do not consider it a hardship to set your servant free because their service to you these six years has been worth twice as much as that of a hired hand. And the Lord your God will bless you in everything you do. The Firstborn Animals Set apart for the Lord your God every firstborn male of your herds and flocks. Do not put the firstborn of your cows to work and do not shear the firstborn of your sheep. Each year you and your family are to eat them in the presence of the Lord your God at the place he will choose. If any animal has a defect, is lame or blind, or has any serious flaw, you must not sacrifice it to the Lord your God. You are to eat it in your own towns, but the ceremonially unclean and the clean may eat it as if it were gazelle or deer, but you must not eat the blood pour it out on the ground like water. Chapter 16 The Passover Observe the month of Aviv and celebrate the Passover of the Lord your God, because in the month of Aviv he brought you out of Egypt by night. Sacrifice as the Passover to the Lord your God an animal from your flock or herd at the place the Lord will choose as a dwelling for his name. Do not eat it with bread made with yeast, but for seven days eat unleavened bread, the bread of affliction, because you left Egypt in haste, so that all the days of your life you will remember the time of your departure from Egypt. Let no yeast be found in your possession in all your land for seven days. Do not let any of the meat you sacrifice on the evening of the first day remain until morning. You must not sacrifice the Passover in any town the Lord your God gives you, except in the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name. There you must sacrifice the Passover in the evening, when the sun goes down on the anniversary of your departure from Egypt. Roast it and eat it at the place the Lord your God will choose. Then in the morning return to your tents. For six days eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day hold an assembly to the Lord your God and do no work. The Festival of Weeks Count off seven weeks from the time you begin to put the sickle to the standing grain. Then celebrate the festival of weeks to the Lord your God by giving a freewill offering in proportion to the blessing the Lord your God has given you. And rejoice before the Lord your God at the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name. You your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, the Levites in your town, and the foreigners, the fatherless and the widows living among you. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and follow carefully these decrees. The Festival of Tabernacles Celebrate the Festival of Tabernacles for seven days after you have gathered the produce of your threshing floor and your winepress. Be joyful at your festival. You, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, and the Levites, the foreigners, the fatherless, and the widows who live in your towns. 
for seven days celebrate the festival to the Lord your God at the place the Lord will choose for the Lord your God will bless you in all your harvest and in all the work of your hands and your joy will be complete three times a year all your men must appear before the lord your god at the place he will choose at the festival of unleavened bread the festival of weeks and the festival of tabernacles no one shall appear before the lord empty-handed each of you must bring a gift in proportion to the way the lord your god has blessed you judges appoint judges and officials for each of your tribes in every town the lord your god is giving you and they shall judge the people fairly do not pervert justice or show partiality do not accept a bribe for a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the innocent follow justice and justice alone so that you may live and possess the land the lord your god is giving you chapter 17 worshiping other gods do not set up any wooden asherah pole beside the altar you build to the lord your god and do not erect a sacred stone for these the lord your god hates do not sacrifice to the lord your god an ox or a sheep that has any defect or flaw in it for that would be detestable to him if a man or woman living among you in one of the towns the Lord gives to you is found doing evil in the eyes of the Lord your God in violation of his covenant and contrary to my command has worshipped other gods bowing down to them or to the sun or to the moon or the stars in the sky and this has been brought to your attention then you must investigate it thoroughly if it is true and it has been proved that this detestable thing has been done in israel take the man or woman who has done this evil deed to your city gate and stone that person to death on the testimony of two or three witnesses a person is to be put to death but no one is to be put to death on the testimony of only one witness the hands of the witnesses must be the first in putting that person to death and then the hands of all the people you must purge the evil from among you law courts if cases come before your courts that are too difficult for you to judge whether bloodshed lawsuits or assaults take them to the place the lord your god will choose go to the levitical priests and to the judge who is in office at that time inquire of them and they will give you the verdict you must act according to the decisions they give you at the place the lord your god will choose be careful to do everything they instruct you to do act according to whatever they teach you and the decisions they give you do not turn aside from what they tell you to the right or to the left anyone who shows contempt for the judge or for the priest who stands ministering there to the lord your god is to be put to death you must purge the evil from israel all the people will hear and be afraid and you will not be contemptuous again the king when you enter the land the lord your god is giving you and have taken possession of it and settled in it and say let us set a king over us like all the nations around us be sure to appoint over you a king the lord your god chooses he must be from among your fellow israelites do not place a foreigner over you one who is not an Israelite. The king, moreover, must not acquire great numbers of horses for himself or make the people return to Egypt to get more from them. For the Lord has told you, you are not to go back that way again. He must not take many wives or his heart will be led astray. He must not accumulate large amounts of silver or gold when he takes the throne of his kingdom he is to write for himself on a scroll a copy of this law taken from that of the levitical priests it is to be with him and he is to read it all the days of his life so that he may learn to revere the lord his god and follow carefully all the words of this law and these decrees and not consider himself better than his fellow israelites and turn from the law to the right or to the left then he and his descendants will reign a long time over his kingdom in israel chapter 18 offerings for priests and levites the levitical priests 
Indeed, the whole tribe of Levi are to have no allotment or inheritance with Israel. They shall live on the food offerings presented to the Lord, for that is their inheritance. They shall have no inheritance among their fellow Israelites. The Lord is their inheritance, as he promised them. This is the share due the priests from the people who sacrifice a bull or sheep, the shoulder, the internal organs, and the meat from the head. You are to give them the first fruits of your grain, new wine and olive oil, and the first wool from the shearing of your sheep. For the Lord your God has chosen them and their descendants out of all your tribes to stand and minister in the Lord's name always. If a Levite moves from one of your towns anywhere in Israel where he is living and comes in all earnestness to the place the Lord will choose, he may minister in the name of the Lord his God like all his fellow Levites who serve there in the presence of the Lord. He is to share equally in their benefits, even though he has received money from the sale of family possessions. Occult Practices When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcrafts or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist, or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Because of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. The Prophet the nations you will dispossess listen to those who practice sorcery or divination. But as for you, the Lord your God has not permitted you to do so. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him, for this is what you asked of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly when you said, Let us not hear the voice of the Lord our God, nor see his great fire any more, or we will die. The Lord said to me, What they say is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their fellow Israelites, and I will put my words in his mouth. He will tell them everything I command him. I myself will call to account anyone who does not listen to my words that the prophet speaks in my name. But a prophet who presumes to speak in my name anything I have not commanded, or a prophet who speaks in the name of other gods, is to be put to death. You may say to yourselves, how can we know when a message has not been spoken by the Lord? If what a prophet proclaims in the name of the Lord does not take place or come true, that is a message the Lord has not spoken. That prophet has spoken presumptuously, so do not be alarmed. Chapter 19 Cities of Refuge when the Lord your God has destroyed the nations whose land he is giving you, and when you have driven them out and settled in their towns and houses, then set aside for yourselves three cities in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess. Determine the distances involved and divide into three parts the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, so that a person who kills someone may flee for refuge to one of these cities. This is the rule concerning anyone who kills a person and flees there for safety. Anyone who kills a neighbor unintentionally without malice aforethought. For instance, a man may go into the forest with his neighbor to cut wood and as he swings his axe to fell a tree, the head may fly off and hit his neighbor and kill him. That man may flee to one of these cities and save his life. Otherwise, the avenger of blood might pursue him in a rage, overtake him if the distance is too great, and kill him even though he is not deserving of death, since he did it to his neighbor without malice aforethought. This is why I command you to set aside for yourselves three cities. If the Lord your God enlarges your territory as he promised on oath to your ancestors and gives you the whole land he promised them, because you carefully follow all the laws I command you today to love the Lord your God and to walk always in obedience to him, then you are to set aside three more cities. Do this 
so that innocent blood will not be shed in your land, which the Lord your God is giving you as your inheritance, and so that you will not be guilty of bloodshed. But if out of hate someone lies in wait, assaults and kills a neighbor, and then flees to one of these cities, the killer shall be sent for by the town elders, be brought back to the city, and be handed over to the avenger of blood to die. Show no pity. You must purge from Israel the guilt of shedding innocent blood so that it may go well with you. Do not move your neighbor's boundary stones set up by your predecessors in the inheritance you receive in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess. Witnesses One witness is not enough to convict anyone accused of any crime or offense they may have committed. A matter must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If a malicious witness takes the stand to accuse someone of a crime, the two people involved in the dispute must stand in the presence of the Lord before the priests and the judges who are in office at that time. The judges must make a thorough investigation and if the witness proves to be a liar, giving false testimony against a fellow Israelite, then due to the false witness, as that witness intended to do to the other party. You must purge the evil from among you. The rest of the people will hear of this and be afraid, and never again will such an evil thing be done among you. Show no pity, life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. Chapter 20, Going to War. When you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and an army greater than yours, do not be afraid of them, because the Lord your God, who brought you up out of Egypt, will be with you. When you are about to go into battle, the priest shall come forward and address the army. He shall say, Hear, Israel, today you are going into battle against your enemies. Do not be faint-hearted or afraid. Do not panic or be terrified by them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. The officers shall say to the army, has anyone built a new house and not yet begun to live in it? Let him go home, or he may die in battle, and someone else may begin to live in it. Has anyone planted a vineyard and not begun to enjoy it? Let him go home, or he may die in battle and someone else enjoy it. Has anyone become pledged to a woman and not married her? Let him go home, or he may die in battle and someone else may marry her. Then the officers shall add, Is anyone afraid or faint-hearted? Let him go home, so that his fellow soldiers will not become disheartened too. When the officers have finished speaking to the army, they shall appoint commanders over it. When you march up to attack a city, make its people an offer of peace. If they accept and open their gates, all the people in it shall be subject to forced labor and shall work for you. If they refuse to make peace and engage you in battle, lay siege to that city. When the Lord your God delivers it into your hand, put to the sword all the men in it. As for the women, the children, the livestock, and everything else in the city, you may take these as plunder for yourselves, and you may use the plunder the Lord your God gives you from your enemies. This is how you are to treat all the cities that are at a distance from you and do not belong to the nations nearby. However, in the cities of the nations the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, do not leave alive anything that breathes. Completely destroy them, the Hittites, the Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Otherwise, they will teach you to follow all the detestable things that they do in worshiping their gods, and you will sin against the Lord your God. When you lay siege to a city for a long time, fighting against it to capture it, do not destroy its trees by putting an axe to them, because you can eat their fruit. Do not cut them down. Are these trees people that you should besiege them? However, you may cut down trees that you know are not fruit trees and use them to build siege works until the city at war with you falls. Chapter 21 Atonement for an Unsolved Murder 
If someone is found slain lying in a field in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess, and it is not known who the killer was, your elders and judges shall go out and measure the distance from the body to the neighboring towns. Then the elders of the town nearest the body shall take a heifer that has never been worked and has never worn a yoke, and lead it down to a valley that has not been plowed or planted, and where there is a flowing stream. There in the valley they are to break the heifer's neck. The Levitical priests shall step forward, for the Lord your God has chosen them to minister and to pronounce blessings in the name of the Lord, and to decide all cases of dispute and assault." Then all the elders of the town nearest the body shall wash their hands over the heifer whose neck was broken in the valley, and they shall declare, Our hands did not shed this blood, nor did our eyes see it done. Accept this atonement for your people Israel, whom you have redeemed, Lord, and do not hold your people guilty of the blood of an innocent person. Then the bloodshed will be atoned for, and you will have purged from yourselves the guilt of shedding innocent blood, since you have done what is right in the eyes of the Lord marrying a captive woman when you go to war against your enemies and the Lord your God delivers them into your hands and you take captives if you notice among the captives a beautiful woman and are attracted to her you may take her as your wife bring her into your home and have her shave her head trim her nails and put aside the clothes she was wearing when captured after she has lived in your house and mourned her father and mother for a full month, then you may go to her and be her husband, and she shall be your wife. If you are not pleased with her, let her go wherever she wishes. You must not sell her or treat her as a slave since you have dishonored her. The Right of the Firstborn if a man has two wives, and he loves one but not the other, and both bear him sons, but the firstborn is the son of the wife he does not love, when he wills his property to his sons, he must not give the rights of the firstborn to the son of the wife he loves in preference to his actual firstborn, the son of the wife he does not love. He must acknowledge the son of his unloved wife as the firstborn by giving him a double share of all he has. That son is the first sign of his father's strength the right of the firstborn belongs to him a rebellious son if someone has a stubborn and rebellious son who does not obey his father and mother and will not listen to them when they discipline him his father and mother shall take hold of him and bring him to the elders at the gate of his town they shall say to the elders this son of ours is stubborn and rebellious he will not obey us he is a glutton and a drunkard then all the men of his town are to stone him to death you must purge the evil from among you all israel will hear of it and be afraid various laws if someone guilty of a capital offense is put to death and their body is exposed on a pole you must not leave the body hanging on the pole overnight be sure to bury it that same day because anyone who is hung on a pole is under god's curse you must not desecrate the land the lord your god is giving you as an inheritance chapter twenty two if you see your fellow israelites ox or sheep straying do not ignore it but be sure to take it back to its owner if they do not live near you or if you do not know who owns it take it home with you and keep it until they come looking for it then give it back do the same if you find their donkey or cloak or anything else they have lost do not ignore it if you see your fellow Israelites donkey or oxen fall on the road, do not ignore it. Help the owner get it to its feet. A woman must not wear men's clothing, nor a man wear women's clothing, for the Lord your God detests anyone who does this. If you come across a bird's nest beside the road, either in a tree or on the ground, and the mother is sitting on the young or on the eggs, do not take the mother with the young. You may take the young, but be sure to let the mother go, so that it may go well with you, and you may have a long life. When you build a new house, make a parapet around your roof, so that you may not bring the guilt of bloodshed on your house if anyone falls from the roof do not plant two kinds of seed in your vineyard if you do not only the crops you plant but also the fruit of the vineyard will be defiled do not plow with an ox and a donkey yoked together do not wear clothes of wool and linen woven together make tassels on the four corners of the cloak you wear marriage violations 
If a man takes a wife and after sleeping with her, dislikes her and slanders her and gives her a bad name, saying, I married this woman, but when I approached her, I did not find proof of her virginity, then the young woman's father and mother shall bring to the town elders at the gate proof that she was a virgin. Her father will say to the elders, I gave my daughter in marriage to this man, but he dislikes her. Now he has slandered her and said, I did not find your daughter to be a virgin, but here is the proof of my daughter's virginity. Then her parents shall display the cloak before the elders of the town, and the elders shall take the man and punish him. They shall fine him a hundred shekels of silver and give him to the young woman's father, because this man has given an Israelite virgin a bad name. She shall continue to be his wife. He must not divorce her as long as he lives. If, however, the charge is true and no proof of the young woman's virginity can be found she shall be brought to the door of her father's house and there the men of her town shall stone her to death she has done an outrageous thing in israel by being promiscuous while still in her father's house you must purge the evil from among you if a man is found sleeping with another man's wife both the man who slept with her and the woman must die you must purge the evil from israel if a man happens to meet in a town a virgin pledged to be married and he sleeps with her you shall take both of them to the gate of that town and stone them to death the young woman because she was in a town and did not scream for help and the man because he violated another man's wife you must purge the evil from among you but if out in the country a man happens to meet a young woman pledged to be married and rapes her. Only the man who has done this shall die. Do nothing to the woman. She has committed no sin deserving death. This case is like that of someone who attacks and murders a neighbor. For the man found the young woman out in the country, and though the betrothed woman screamed, there was no one to rescue her. If a man happens to meet a virgin who is not pledged to be married and rapes her, and they are discovered, he shall pay her father fifty shekels of silver. He must marry the young woman, for he has violated her. He can never divorce her as long as he lives. A man is not to marry his father's wife. He must not dishonor his father's bed. Chapter 23 Exclusion from the Assembly No one who has been emasculated by cursing or cutting may enter the assembly of the lord no one born of a forbidden marriage nor any of their descendants may enter the assembly of the lord not even in the tenth generation no ammonite no moabite or any of their descendants may enter the assembly of the lord not even in the tenth generation for they did not come to meet you with bread and water on your way when you came out of egypt and they hired balaam son of beor from pithor and aram Naharian, to pronounce a curse on you however the lord your god would not listen to balaam but turned the curse into a blessing for you because the lord your god loves you do not seek a treaty of friendship with them as long as you live do not despise an Edomite, for the Edomites are related to you. Do not despise an Egyptian, because you resided as foreigners in their country. The third generation of children born to them may enter the assembly of the Lord. Uncleanness in the Camp When you are encamped against your enemies, keep away from everything impure. If one of your men is unclean because of a nocturnal emission, he is to go outside the camp and stay there. But as evening approaches, he is to wash himself, and at sunset he may return to the camp. Designate a place outside the camp where you can go to relieve yourself. As part of your equipment, have something to dig with, and when you relieve yourself, dig a hole and cover up your excrement. For the Lord your God moves about in your camp to protect you and to deliver your enemies to you. Your camp must be holy, so that he will not see among you anything indecent and turn away from you. Miscellaneous Laws if a slave has taken refuge with you, do not hand them over to their master. Let them live among you, wherever they like and in whatever town they choose. Do not oppress them. No Israelite man or woman is to become a shrine prostitute. You must not bring the earnings of a female prostitute or of a male prostitute into the house of the Lord your God to pay any vow, because the Lord your God detests them both. 
Do not charge a fellow Israelite interest, whether on money or food or anything else that may earn interest. You may charge a foreigner interest, but not a fellow Israelite, so that the Lord your God may bless you in everything you put your hand to in the land you are entering to possess. If you make a vow to the Lord your God, do not be slow to pay it, for the Lord your God will certainly demand it of you and you will be guilty of sin. But if you refrain from making a vow, you will not be guilty. Whatever your lips utter, you must be sure to do, because you made your vow freely to the Lord your God with your own mouth. If you enter your neighbor's vineyard, you may eat all the grapes you want, but do not put any in your basket. If you enter your neighbor's grain field, you may pick kernels with your hands, but you must not put a sickle to their standing grain. Chapter 24 if a man marries a woman who becomes displeasing to him because he finds something indecent about her and he writes her a certificate of divorce gives it to her and sends her from his house and if after she leaves his house she becomes the wife of another man and her second husband dislikes her and writes her a certificate of divorce gives it to her and sends her from his house or if he dies then her first husband who divorced her is not allowed to marry her again after she has been defiled that would be detestable in the eyes of the lord do not bring sin upon the land the lord your god is giving you as an inheritance if a man has recently married, he must not be sent to war or have any other duty laid on him. For one year, he is to be free to stay at home and bring happiness to the wife he has married. Do not take a pair of millstones, not even the upper one, as security for a debt, because that would be taking a person's livelihood as security. If someone is caught kidnapping a fellow Israelite and treating or selling them as a slave, the kidnapper must die. You must purge the evil from among you. In cases of defiling skin diseases, be very careful to do exactly as the Levitical priests instruct you. You must follow carefully what I have commanded them. Remember what the Lord your God did to Miriam along the way after you came out of Egypt. When you make a loan of any kind to your neighbor, do not go into their house to get what is offered to you as a pledge. Stay outside and let the neighbor to whom you are making the loan bring the pledge out to you. If the neighbor is poor, do not go to sleep with your pledge in your possession. Return their cloak by sunset so your neighbor may sleep in it. Then they will thank you and it will be regarded as a righteous act in the sight of the Lord your God. Do not take advantage of a hired worker who is poor and needy, whether that worker is a fellow Israelite or a foreigner residing in one of your towns. Pay them their wages each day before sunset because they are poor and are counting on it. Otherwise, they may cry to the Lord against you and you will be guilty of sin. Parents are not to be put to death for their children, nor children put to death for their parents. Each will die for their own sin. Do not deprive the foreigner or the fatherless of justice or take the cloak of the widow as a pledge. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and the Lord your God redeemed you from there. This is why I command you to do this. When you are harvesting in your field and you overlook a sheaf, do not go back to get it. Leave it for the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow, so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. When you beat the olives from your trees, do not go over the branches a second time. Leave what remains for the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow. When you harvest the grapes in your vineyard, do not go over the vines again. Leave what remains for the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt. That is why I command you to do this. Chapter 25 when people have a dispute they are to take it to the court and the judges will decide the case acquitting the innocent and condemning the guilty if the guilty person deserves to be beaten the judge shall make them lie down and have them flogged in his presence with the number of lashes the crime deserves but the judge must not impose more than forty lashes if the guilty party is flogged more than that your fellow israelite will be degraded in your eyes do not muzzle an ox while it is treading with the grain if brothers are living together and one of them dies without a son his widow must not marry outside the family her husband's brother shall take her and marry her and fulfill the duty of a brother-in-law to her the first son she bears shall carry on the name of the dead brother so that his name will not be blotted out of israel 
However, if a man does not want to marry his brother's wife, she shall go to the elders at the town gate and say, My husband's brother refuses to carry out his brother's name in Israel. He will not fulfill the duty of a brother-in-law to me. Then the elders of his town shall summon him and talk with him. If he persists in saying, I do not want to marry her, his brother's widow shall go up to him in the presence of the elders, take off one of his sandals, spit in his face and say, this is what is done to the man who will not build up his brother's family name. That man's line shall be known in Israel as the family of the unsandaled. If two men are fighting and the wife of one of them comes to rescue her husband from his assailant and she reaches out and seizes him by his private parts, you shall cut off her hand. Show her no pity. Do not have two differing weights in your hand, one heavy, one light. Do not have two differing measures in your hand, one large, one small. You must have accurate and honest weights and measures so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. For the Lord your God detests anyone who does these things, anyone who deals dishonestly. Remember what the Amalekites did to you along the way when you came out of Egypt, when you were weary and worn out. They met you on your journey and attacked all who were lagging behind. They had no fear of God. When the Lord your God gives you rest from all the enemies around you and the land he is giving you to possess as an inheritance, you shall blot out the name of Amalek from under heaven. Do not forget. Chapter 26 First Fruits and Tithes when you have entered the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance and have taken possession of it and settled in it, take some of the first fruits of all that you produce from the soil of the land the Lord your God is giving you and put them in a basket. Then go to the place the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name and say to the priests in office at the time, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come to the land the Lord swore to our ancestors to give us. The priests shall take the basket from your hands and set it down in front of the altar of the Lord your God. Then you shall declare before the Lord your God. My father was a wandering Aramean and he went down into Egypt with a few people and lived there and became a great nation, powerful and numerous. But the Egyptians mistreated us and made us suffer, subjecting us to harsh labor. Then we cried out to the Lord, the God of our ancestors, and the Lord heard our voice and saw our misery, toil, and oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with great terror and with signs and wonders. He brought us to this place and gave us land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And now I bring the first fruits of the soil that you, Lord, have given me. Place the basket before the Lord your God and bow down before him. Then you and the Levites and the foreigners residing among you shall rejoice in the good things the Lord your God has given to you and your household. When you have finished setting aside a tenth of all your produce in the third year, the year of the tithe, you shall give it to the Levite, the foreigner, the fatherless and the widow, so that they may eat in your towns and be satisfied. Then say to the Lord your God, I have removed from my house the sacred portion and have given it to the Levite, the foreigner, the fatherless and the widow, according to all you commanded. I have not turned aside from your commands, nor have I forgotten any of them. I have not eaten any of the sacred portion while I was in mourning, nor have I removed any of it while I was unclean, nor have I offered any of it to the dead. I have obeyed the Lord my God. I have done everything you commanded me. Look down from heaven, your holy dwelling place, and bless your people Israel and the land you have given us as you promised on oath to our ancestors, a land flowing with milk and honey. Follow the Lord's commands. The Lord your God commands you this day to follow these decrees and laws. Carefully observe them with all your heart and with all your soul. You have declared this day that the Lord is your God and that you will walk in obedience to him, that you will keep his decrees, commands, and laws, that you will listen to him. And the Lord has declared this day that you are his people, his treasured possession as he promised, and that you are to keep all his commands. He has declared that he will set you in praise, fame, and honor high above all the nations he has made and that you will be a people holy to the Lord your God as he promised. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless your name today, Father. We say thank you for the blessing of this day and the gift of your son, Jesus, who marks this season of birth. We call him Emmanuel. God is with us. And we know that you are the omnipresent one. You are the God who will watch over us and who will continue to provide your healing and blessing to us. Father, we thank you. And we ask, what can we do for you in this moment? What do you need from us to advance your kingdom? God, we heard the instructions of Moses and we will not forget. We will testify to the goodness of the Lord and your mighty works. You are the God who delivered into our hands great nations. Even when our enemies tried to surround us, you kept us from failing. So now, Father, what shall we render unto you, O Lord, for all that you have done for us? You are the great I am, the one who brought nations out of Egypt with your outstretched hands. As we turn toward a new year, still in a pandemic, we ask for your mercy, Father. Continue to cover those who are impacted by COVID-19 and other debilitating diseases and infections. For those who have autoimmune deficiencies, blood deficiencies, neonatal needs, bone and marrow needs, chemical needs, and any other need, Father. We ask for your Rafa anointing to descend upon them now. We pray for global economies and international relationships. God, for smart and sound decisions and good godly leadership. Let the believers arise in this new season to meet the needs of the people and our environments. Forgive us, Father, for not being in position when the opportunities presented themselves, but fashion us now, O Lord, to do your bidding at the mountaintop. Let our hands build for you. Let our minds think for you. Let our mouths speak for you and let your anointing fall afresh and anew. We pray for those who are experiencing a season of loss or who are remembering previous losses. God, be with them now. And I pray for the insight of the believers to know when and where we are needed, to not take a blind eye, to not only see profit and personal gain, but to serve well in this season. Lord, help us to serve. We believe in the power of your might. We believe that you will perform miracles, signs, and wonders in this season, in this dispensation for this generation. And we commit to hold fast to your word. And lastly, Father, I pray for everyone listening to this podcast that you continue to keep them, grant them peace and safety, keep their minds, Father, keep them in perfect peace, keep their hearts, Father, in the name of Jesus, keep their families and their finances, increase their faith and restore them now, draw them nearer to you in every way. In the mighty name of Jesus, I seal this prayer. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Firmament. I will be returning to my weekly submissions or my weekly uploads for you and even some surprise episodes will be dropping. I am praying for you fervently for the word of the Lord says the effectual and fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. I am praying for you in this season. I am believing God for great things for you in this season. Everything that your heart desires as it is in the will of God, I pray for divine manifestation for you. Remember to leave nothing for tomorrow, which God has purposed for you to do today. God bless you. God keep you. Continue being great on purpose. And until next time, take care.